Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Next Best Series podcast, and this is our review of episodes 4, 5, and 6 of Mrs. America. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Next Best Series podcast, part of the Next Best Picture podcast umbrella, where we review television. And for today, we are continuing our review of the miniseries Mrs. America, which you can currently watch on FX Hulu, starring Kate Blanchett, Rose Byrne, Uzo Aduba, Elizabeth Banks, Margot Martindale, John Slattery, Tracy Ullman, and Sarah Paulson. We are reviewing episodes four five and six of the miniseries here today and joining me i have michael schwartz hello everyone dan bear hello and also joining us here as a guest for the first time ever on the podcast uh, we had a couple people drop out and i asked on twitter for uh some people to give me some recommendations on someone that could uh, help to fill these gaps for us here uh we have stand-up comedian liz blunk Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, Liz. Thank you so much for being flexible enough to uh, join us at the last minute. I mean, this was something that I asked for only a couple hours ago, so I really, really appreciate it. Plus, we've never spoken before of this, so you just came very highly recommended from someone I trust, and I really, really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Uh, For Liz, you can check out her stand-up comedic work on LizBlanc.com. And Liz, let's get right into it. Uh, I guess first and foremost, before we dive into episodes four, five, and six, I uh, would like you to get our audience up to speed here on what you thought of the first three episodes of Mrs. America. How did the uh, miniseries kick off for you? Um, I thought it kicked off a little slowly. I I agree with other people. Um, But I loved... um, once they started to dive into these women's lives and they really kind of got into the root of all their issues and things like that, I really enjoyed it. And, um, I, I mean, I can't recommend it highly enough to people. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think in the beginning, it was a little hard to kind of get going with it. But once it got going, um, it definitely started to settle in so much so that I don't know if you guys recall, but on our last episode, I made mention that, yeah, you know, I'm liking where things are heading right now. Um, I fear that the middle section of the miniseries is going to be a bit of a slog and then it's going to get good at the end. I, I do remember saying that on our last podcast review. Well, guess what? Uh, It was no slog. Uh, These middle three episodes, I liked more than the first three episodes, actually. Uh, So now what I want to do is I actually want to kick it over to uh, Michael and hear what he thinks. Uh, Michael, were these three episodes better, the same, worse? What did you think of these compared to the first three? 
I would say compared to the first three, these are as good. And that's very high praise, because if you'll remember, I was a very big fan of the first three episodes. So yeah, you were unconditional love uh, on yes. our first podcast review. <laughs> so the fact that it's uh, maintaining that steam and you know the momentum, I think it's really fantastic. You know, to quote Roger Debris from the producers, I think this show is just drenched with historical goodies. I'm learning more and more every episode about these people who I had known by name, but maybe not every accomplishment in their lives. And this isn't even presenting their whole lives. It's just a quick snapshot of what's happening in a particular moment. And I find that so fascinating to just see what these women are up to, then go and read some more afterward. So I'm really loving this. I can't wait to break down what we saw with these uh, three episodes and three women portrayed. I always maintain all the time that you can definitely give a great biopic story without having to do V from birth to death uh, framework of someone's life. You can just pick that most important time in their lives that defined who they were and all of their great characteristics come out. And I do feel like this show is doing such a great job of putting us in the time, in the place, not only getting us acquainted with the characters themselves, but also the mindset of people during that time, the politics, the social behaviors. It's a really, really immersive show in that regard and it encapsulates a lot. And I think I said this on the last episode as well, but I've been impressed with the juggling act so far of Mrs. America, and they haven't dropped the ball for me. Dan Bear, what about you? Episodes four, five, and six. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm with Michael. I, I find this series fascinating. I, I don't think it's let up at all um, in the quality of its storytelling or acting or uh, really any facet of its production frankly um all i feel like all the episodes have been up to a similar quality standard actually i i I think that so far i could probably point to episode five as my favorite but like it's by the, the slimmest of margins yeah yeah i think uh episode five has been my favorite uh so far as well actually of all the episodes uh but for reasons we'll get into in a little bit it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, We've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday. Liz, uh, I kick it back over to you now. What do you think of episodes four, five, and six? Four, five, and six have been by far my favorite so far. I love the Shirley um, Chisholm, but I, I love this episode um, with Betty for Dan. Mm-hmm. Um 
I felt like they did such a beautiful job um, showing her strengths, but then also showing how isolated she was as an individual. Yeah. And how you really, um, to make change and to better the lives of others and to have a revolution, a lot of times that is very lonely. You know, uh, Dan and I were talking about this uh, off air uh, earlier today, actually. And uh, Tracy Ullman, who plays uh, Betty for Dan, really does get the shine here. And uh, Dan was pointing out to me that she doesn't really get many opportunities as an actress to shine as of late, it feels like. So this was a really, really great reminder of what a uh, phenomenal talent she can be. She's so underrated as an actress and she's been she was so good in like on the sidelines for the first three episodes. And then in that Betty episode, it just God, she exploded and she's so, so wonderful and uh, I I love her. It all culminates episode four in this uh, really tense debate, uh, which is something that I, I, I started to realize that debates were a reoccurring theme in these episodes. And I just was like, more debates, please, more debates, because <laughs> there was just a lot of fire and energy and intensity to these scenes here uh, where Betty is winning, uh, actually, at first and making uh, Phyllis Schlafly look really ridiculous with her arguments. Uh, but but they oh my god that scene earlier with uh, Phyllis and um, uh, John Slattery, uh, who plays um, Phyllis's uh, husband, and he makes her emotional and he says that's how you win a debate. The fact that she takes that and uses that on uh, Betty in this yeah. scene it was just oh it was great great drama loved it. And as great as that scene was, my absolute favorite was at the end of the episode when. Gloria calls her. Oh, and she gives her the praise anyway. Yeah. I would have said what you said and I would have said worse. Like she deserved it. And I, that was such a, what I don't know if that phone call happened in real life. I hope it did. Cause that was, it was a really, really sweet moment. And, uh, by both Tracy Ullman and Rose Byrne played it. So, so beautifully. She called her a witch and said that she should burn at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't so much a tender moment, but the phone call between uh, Gloria and Betty was really great because you saw that these two women, while they shared the same cause and the same outcomes, were sort of frenemies in a sense. And, you know, they, again, were fighting for the same things and didn't dislike each other, but they had very different approaches. One was sort of more old school, while Gloria was more radical and within the movement in the 1970s. And it was just fascinating to watch the two of them have their moments, but then also come together when the a movement warranted it. And also, too, the show gives uh, Betty Friedan this great moment when uh, uh, it was a great, great edit where they're like, can we make a pact right now not to give Phyllis Schlafly the time of day? And then it just <laughs> smash cuts to yeah. Betty just railing into her verbally. I loved it's it. Great. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, the entertainment quality was definitely uh, bo- given a boost here. And also, too, uh, interesting development as well with... Uh, Uh, Schlafly's ties to the John Birch Society and its ties to the KKK. And then there's like some some funny comedy moments here uh, where she's like, they're not racist. They're just anti-communist. Or um, (laughs) when uh, when the one woman on her team is like, uh, me and my husband are a member of the John Birch Society. Yes. Well, that's your right. And maybe you should just keep that to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that was my favorite line. I love this. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was really good. It was good. I, I was definitely, like I said, I was definitely very happy that the uh, pacing of the show increased. They definitely found moments to keep me entertained with uh, some of the comedy here. What was that scene where she's like saying, uh, uh, if you want to make anyone uncomfortable, just say the word orgasm? Yes, that was Betty oh, Friedan. She- what She's in on her the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says it like 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. Hello, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of the full review of episodes four, five, and six of Mrs. America for the Next Best Series podcast, part of the Next Best Picture podcast, where we review television. In order to get the full-length review, you will have to head on over to Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get exclusive podcast content from us here at nextbestpicture.com. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening as always, and we shall see you all next time. Hey there! I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.